Times. The same day, Trump took his first shot at McConnell on Twitter. Senator Mitch McConnell said, I had excessive expectations, but I don't think so, the president wrote on Wednesday. After seven years of hearing repeal and replace, why not done? In another sign of frayed relations between Trump and Republican senators, one of the president's largest political benefactors is providing a $300,000 contribution to a super PAC that aims to unseat Senator Jeff Flake, Republican Arizona, who has been critical of the president. Politico first reported that Robert Mercer, a hedge fund billionaire heavily involved in Trump's political ascendancy, is making a donation to a group supporting former Arizona State Senator Kelly Ward, who is challenging Flake in a Republican primary next year. Flake has been on a book tour promoting Conscience of a Conservative, in which he argues that the GOP is in denial about the Trump presidency. Despite the public criticism, Trump and McConnell are in frequent contact, usually by telephone, to discuss legislative strategy, Aide said. The last time they met in person was July 19th, when Trump hosted Republican senators at the White House and implored them to continue working to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act. Privately, senior GOP congressional aides across Capitol Hill have said it's Trump and his team, not McConnell, who deserve the blame for the collapse of the GOP's health care plan. The aides griped that Trump seriously damaged relationships with key Republican senators over the course of the months-long debacle. Trump has singled out certain senators, either via Twitter or by placing them next to him during staged White House meetings to make it look like he's squeezing them, a visual that often leads to awkward still photos of the senator's facial reactions. At one point this summer, Trump was flanked at a White House meeting by Senators Susan Collins, Republican Maine, and Lisa Murkowski, Republican Alaska, who both voted against the health care measure. At the mid-July meeting, it was Senator Dean Heller, Republican Nevada, seated next to Trump, the president called him out with cameras rolling for wavering on the health care bill. Look, he wants to remain a senator, doesn't he? Trump said as Heller laughed uncomfortably. Heller ultimately voted for the bill, but the exchange with Trump is a scene that Democratic aides have vowed will appear prominently in future campaign attack ads against the senator, who is the most vulnerable GOP incumbent facing re-election next year. Trump's long-standing feud with Senator John McCain, Republican Arizona, hasn't helped the overall dynamic either. The senator voted against the health care plan in a closely watched late-night vote, even after Trump made a direct last-minute appeal by phone. The pair have been at loggerheads on several occasions since Trump two years ago criticized the senator for being captured during the Vietnam War and refused to apologize despite a national outcry. In addition to criticizing Trump and McConnell for the contours of the health care debate, McCain this week has blasted the president's comments on North Korea's nuclear ambitions in interviews with Arizona radio stations. On Thursday, he also released legislation that would implement a new military strategy in Afghanistan, a proposed amendment to the annual defense policy bill that McCain said he unveiled in the absence of a new coherent strategy from Trump. Senator Ron Johnson, Republican Wisconsin, who has had a contentious relationship with McConnell, said Thursday that he was sympathetic to Trump in the wake of the health care bill's failure. President Trump is at his desk with a pen, ready to sign what Congress was going to send him, and we didn't, Johnson said during an interview on CNN and I completely feel his frustration. I'm every bit as frustrated. Asked whether he thought taking aim at McConnell on Twitter was the right tactic, Johnson demurred. I'll let this president speak for himself and his tactics, he said. Trump's social media firestorm marks his first concerted attacks against McConnell. Throughout the 2016 campaign, while other GOP lawmakers wavered in their support of the GOP nominee, McConnell never did. He criticized some of Trump's more outlandish statements, but it was usually muted compared with other Republicans, and McConnell preferred to deliver his critiques in private. So when Trump lashed out at fellow Republicans, 
It was directed mostly at Ryan and McCain, who frequently criticized Trump in public. Trump even threatened to support primary opponents running against Ryan and McCain last year. Behind the scenes during the campaign, McConnell served almost as a tutor to Trump on the key issue of handling the Supreme Court vacancy after the February 2016 death of Justice Antonin Scalia. At McConnell's urging, Trump released lists of more than 20 potential nominees, names that were culled by Trump's advisors from discussions with the Federalist Society, the conservative group focused on judicial matters that is close to McConnell. Trump's handling of the court vacancy helped rally evangelical conservatives to his side, a key factor in his narrow victory last fall over Democrat Hillary Clinton. However, inside the White House, Trump has a collection of advisors who have had antagonistic relationships with McConnell and Senate GOP leadership. Stephen K. Bannon, Trump's chief strategist, came from Breitbart, where his news organization regularly antagonized McConnell's leadership team. Stephen Miller, chief policy advisor to Trump, was not considered an ally to the Senate leader's staff.